You are listening to Auckland Libraries on SoundCloud. Welcome to the Library Uncovered podcast. Kia ora koutou, ko Mark Gosper tēnei, and thanks for tuning in. In this series, I'll take you behind the scenes at Tamaki Pātaka Kōrero, the Auckland Central Library. We'll uncover a bit of the history of Auckland's public library, and meet some of the people who have worked in one of the city's most popular public buildings. If you thought working in a library was all about reading books and telling people to be quiet, then stay tuned. You may be in for a surprise. This interview is part of an oral history of the Central City Library at Lawn Street, and we are at said Central City Library today in the Whare Wānanga. Uh, so welcome ladies, thank you for participating in this interview. Joe, do you want to just introduce yourself and then just say briefly what, what you did in your time at the, at the library here? Right, I'm Joe Owen. I started in the Central Library in 1996, uh, based here, I think we started on the ground floor, um, and Biz is a, I mean I haven't worked at the library now for four or five years, um, so I don't know exactly how it's run now, but it was set up to do um, fee-based research with a group of highly qualified librarians working in confidential business research to big clients as in pharmaceutical companies and merchant bankers, engineering companies, uh, design studios. What, what, was, what was your qualification in terms of librarianship? None. None? No, I came in as admin. Mm. It was very interesting. I had a few interviews at the time. I'd been living out of Auckland. Yeah. Um, and each of them was very interesting um, and was accepted in a couple, but I chose libraries for reasons that... Um, for the promise they showed it really oh, I can't think of words. I'm glad I chose the one I did I worked here for 10, uh, 16 years and loved it no it just was great loved it yeah that's good alright we'll come we'll come back and we'll, we'll dig more into that thanks Jo ok so we'll move around the table and uh, sitting next to Jo is Kay Lane Kay, can you um, just introduce yourself and, and talk a bit about what, what your role was with the, with the public library? I'm Kay Lane. Um, I worked in the circulation department for 41 years, starting at the old library where the art gallery is, and retired six years ago, seven years ago. Yeah. So we, in the current library, we don't have a department called Circulation, circulation. but that, that's actually where I started working in this library as well. What, what was the Circulation department? Was it something to do with blood supply? <laughs> <What was it? 
we issued books. We marked off all the stuff that came in from other libraries. Um, enrolled people. And that was sort of what we did. Okay, cool. Thanks. Still use it. Thank you, Kay. Um, and finally, we have uh, Louise. Louise, can you just introduce yourself <coughs> to us? I'm Louise Linnell. Um, I started off on what was called Relief Staff in 1985, which was um, called, actually called Pool Staff, sorry, which is really Relief Staff. Like casual staff. Like casual staff yeah. now. Yeah. And um, while working at St Helier's Library, I got I applied for a library assistant position there and got that and stayed there for five years doing various roles there. And then I came into Central on what was called um, a, a summer swap, I think it was. Um, was it summer visit? Summer visit, sorry, yeah. And I came in for six weeks and worked in the um, social sciences department, which was on the ground floor at the time. And um, then I went back to St Helier's for I think another two or three months, came in for another summer visit and then applied for a job um, in what was called Branch Quest and got that and stayed in Central. So I've been working in the Central Library since about March 1990. Great, thanks Louise. Um, now when the, when the library opened initially, um, there wasn't a lot up on this level where we're sitting. Um, there was a there was a rear books room, I think, but a lot of, um, including the the fare wasn't here. There was a lot of a lot of redevelopment. What what are your um, memories of what the building was like in, in sort of your earlier days here? I mean, I think from my perspective, the building was a lot more. The departments were a lot more traditional, with more traditional furniture and a much more traditional layout. Could you could you eat in the library? Oh no, definitely not. And it was a lot more. Um, There's a lot structure on all the floors back then. Yeah. When I started in this building, no eating, no drinking, and no smoking. Well, definitely no smoking. No, no. water. Uh, outside of the smoking room, anyway. Yes, I don't remember the smoking room, but <laughs> apparently there was one um, on level, level three. Level, level I, uh, Dave, I think David Barron said the, the top of the escalators, um, level one, was a sort of a box. Yeah, full so of you, smoke. I'd forgotten that. Oh. It must have been a horror to go into. Yeah. So we're talking mm. kind of um, pre internet. Um, pre-wide availability of computer mm-hmm. catalogue. So, so what did what did working in a library look like before that that stuff in terms of finding information for people? Oh, good old card catalogues. Um, oh, yes. They were essential, really. Yeah. And I think also building up your knowledge of Dewey made a, made a huge difference because um, customers would come up to the desk and I mean, it was very beneficial doing the jobs that I did, both the branch request jobs, job and the interlines job on a relieving basis, because I got to know all the Jewies so well. 
meant that I could just rattle off the numbers for customers. So before the technology came in, it, I guess it relied a lot more on your brain, basically, if you want to put it like that. What? what? And your knowledge. Can you, can you, what's Dewey, if we were to just explain that? Dewey is a standard classification system for where books are shelved according to subject. Button any time too. Yeah. <laughs> because I was going to say shelving gives you a very yes, shelving yeah, builds up an idea of of what goes where and why. Some of the some of the times you think, what? Why am I shelving that there? Surely it should be somewhere else. And sometimes confusing. You'd be doing holds or searching for something when I was in biz, and. Um, it might be the same book, but it's an older edition and it's in the basement and it's had a different Dewey number mm, yes, for the same book, true. which can be confusing. Um, but no, shelving's a very good way of, of learning what's what in the library and where. So in terms of the work you were doing, Jo, um, with the business support, you, were, you, you needed a similar, um, I imagine, familiarity with the with the library collection as well in terms of what yes. you were drawing on oh wow varied it could be it could be a company or, or a corporation searching for somebody and it could involve something as simple as starting with the 62 volumes of the electoral rolls um, it could be most peculiar things for design studios um, <laughs> the one I was talking about the different Dewey systems it was Dewey numbers, it was um, to do with pig hunting. I mean, pig hunting could be in the sports section or it could be in the animals section. Um, could be on the floor, could be in the basement. Um, could be a lot of searching through law material, especially in the basement. Um, because the library would hold some material that is not sitting on shelves in lawyers' offices, correct me if I'm wrong here, Louise. No, that's right. um, you know, supplementary order papers. Um, yeah. So you're, you're, did you feel you were expected or you, or you became knowledgeable in a lot of different... Yes. And, and people expected you to know things about, or, well, I, I suppose in your role. Yes. And, but if I did not, and the questions were just beyond me, there were people in the library to ask. I might start asking Louise as the reference librarian uh, for those areas, or um, David Barron, wonderful knowledge on, on all things in the library, but law especially, I might go to him for. A lot of, a lot of institutional knowledge. Yes. In the yes. in a building like a library, and some yeah. of it, um, you know, being older is just say common sense. And uh, I'm a curious sort of person, and I don't like giving up. So I would find a way. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you've got to be a people person to to oh, yes. do customer service, basically, yeah. oh, don't you? You've got to be pleasant to everybody. Do you? Oh yes. <laughs> ah, but times there were times to be firm as well. Uh, yes. Some tricky customers, or maybe not customers, tricky library 
Used people as... in the library sure. for whatever oh, yes. reason. Surely the library doesn't attract tricky people. Yes. <laughs> what what do oh, yes. what what are your experiences there, Joe? Okay. Ooh, I just remember one <laughs> one fellow hassling a young male library assistant at the desk, um, and the occasional but one in particular, a middle-aged, rather aggressive-looking man doing the usual leaning over the desk. You know, I'm taller than you, sort of thing. Um, just the attitude to me was um, so I could say to the to my colleague, he's just very uncomfortable to be here. You know what you're doing here. He doesn't. He's embarrassed to be so far out of his comfort zone, and his way of showing it, down in kind of older men, but his way of showing it is to be all testosterone and a bit thumping on the desk. He's unsure in this building and he's just showing it to you like that, but he wouldn't show it like that to me. Because of your, you were old. I'm female. Female. Mm, and yeah. older. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't find him difficult to deal with. So I could say to my colleague, I think there's a phone call out the back for you, so and so, um, and so I'll carry on with this customer. <laughs> That was always a good ploy, wasn't it? Yes. I remember using that at times as Throwing well the over the years. Yep. Yes. Yes. A yes. wonderfully eclectic group of people work in libraries, mm. especially the city one. Yes. I remember the time we were we were almost threatened but it was mooted that we were going to have to wear a uniform oh my goodness oh, yes oh and it was going to be navy blue with the boats on it what? I, I think it had boats oh. on it didn't it oh, the thing. oh yes oh, oh with a sooty sort of jacket and navy blue I mean how off-putting for those <laughs> truly hideous oh. in line with in line with um, council other council departments that's interesting, but do you think had that happened, would that have changed? Do you think the, the way the public saw the library staff? Yes, yes, hugely. In what way? Uh, not so approachable, but forbidding looking, boring. All exactly the same. Because, so, because we're such an eclectic, I can't even think of the word, bunch, you know, yeah. we're so different, yeah. different ages, different looks different, different personalities, different personalities. That's what and it does make it interesting for customers and then there was this time when we were oh, it was them and us how long ago is that remember a certain um head of libraries was here i don't know what the years were but people young ones wore rather unusual clothing and there was a rule you will not wear your petticoat outside your other clothes do you remember that <laughs> and no hats <laughs> Oh, I think that should still. Were the public allowed to wear hats into the library? <laughs> yes. Yeah, people wear hats for all sorts of reasons, either religious reasons or for health reasons. That's right. And we've become more uh, tolerant of that sort of, or open to. Oh, we need to be seen to be approachable and friendly and... With it. Yeah. Yeah. Is the library a friendlier place now than in the past to come into? 
And if you see people that you know. Oh, I have to leave it to Louise because I've been gone four I th- years. I think it is um, because it, it's less less formal and less intimidating yes. perhaps than it, than it was way back. Yeah. So I think it is a friendlier place. You think some of the breakdown of that structure is it, has been a good thing? It's been a good thing. And with all the different um, things we offer now, that we didn't used to. I mean, we've gone away from the um, traditional library in many ways. It's not just all about us issuing books now. It, we offer so many more things, like you know, a, um, a clothes swap or ping pong or all sorts of things, and that and that draws in different customers. And I think it means that um, perhaps younger customers that traditionally wouldn't come near the place now do and then they'll find out about other things we offer like ebooks and e-order books things like that mm. and it means you know we've gained that customer also with the you know so many more people especially young ones living in the city yes yeah that, that exactly so it's the library's become more of a, a community um, yeah. it's got a this library has a dual role of, of yeah community library and a research type library yeah sort of hub type library with with its unique items um also because you know apartments are so small and how many of the people are living in the apartment besides the fact that this is a library it's somewhere to go in the inner city open till what eight o'clock eight o'clock um, yeah. so people can spread out well they're not squashed in their little apartment with three flatmates and Yes. Yeah, so it's important for those reasons as well. Mm-hmm. And also don't forget the uh, huge importance of the regular um, city sleepers. Is that <laughs> what you say these days? Mm, because talking to, to them um, over the years, I've got you know, quite um, a friend became a friend, didn't he, John? Yes. Uh, and I would learn a lot from him, an older man who lived rough. And, yeah, so on the whole, I think, no problems. Um, I'd heard John one day tell two, obviously, newish, young, uh, rough-type people um, who were not being particularly pleasant in the library. He went, I went up to have a word, but he got there first. And told them you do not behave like that in this library and um, I was called him king of the homeless. <laughs> uh, he kept to watch that other people were not abusing the right for them to be in here and that they were not rude to the staff. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? Like you, like you were saying, Joe. I'm interested that you, that you use the word safe for, for homeless people or people on the streets. Um, and I don't know whether it's fair to say that, that some people using the library would, f- would feel unsafe having those sort of people in the library, but we're, 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 we're sort of we're, we're serving a purpose for both of these groups in our community. Is this, this is part of the struggle we have now. Is, is. It, is this something from your experience, or do you, is, do you think that's, that's part of the librarian's role to kind of balance that? Ooh, you say two minds about 
to use in the library like that. We had um, from time to time uh, people from the city mission come to talk to us, offer advice, and so we would learn that the say the AUT also had the same well, problems with their buildings being used by city uh, rough sleepers uh, and the various problems. Um, if if a member of the public made a complaint, we would have to deal with it. Um, often it was from smell, because it was smelly, and uh, so we would have to deal with that. Uh, hopefully with, in conjunction with the security officer in the library, um, and we'd offer advice of uh, where to go to the city mission, to have a shower, get some clean clothes, so we'd work in with the city mission like that. So that so part of that yeah part of the solution was yes. was to have a connection with with other social or with social services. Yes, and the police from time to time over the years, didn't they? <laughs> they they would wander around the building. Yeah, it's a long way from the I don't know whether it was ever true the sort of stereotypical shushing, bespectacled, grey hair and a bun librarian. <laughs> Did that person ever exist? Do you think? I think they did. I can't remember the time of day, but with another librarian, and we were talking about, you know, something to do with library work, quietly in, in the shelving, shell between the shelves, and somebody told us, shh. <laughs> <laughs> but that tickles my fancy because it's meant to be the librarian saying, shush. But exactly, I mean, and I know we see this, Louise, too, that people take great ownership of this building. They do, they do indeed. Don't they? they sort of move in here. And you get customers coming up and saying, this is meant to be a quiet place, and you try and diplomatically explain that, yes, to some degree, but times also have changed to some degree, So, and we're trying to cater for everybody, so all your diplomacy skills have to come to the oh, fore, yes. really, mm. to get around that kind of thing. In terms of... A qualification to be a librarian. Uh, we talked a bit a little bit, uh, Kay you mentioned um, going to Wellington and that was what people did. Um, they added on to a, a degree or did papers or, yes. or something and, and they came back and from perceptions I've got from people anyway came into a very quiet environment with a lot of books that was relaxed. Um, that's not necessarily the <laughs> what's coming through here in, in terms of what it's like working in a library. Maybe, so maybe, maybe Joe, you were talking a bit about qualification in the broader sense, or what, what helped you do the job in a library, other, other than what was formerly on a bit of paper. Well, I'm not a librarian. That's right. I... Um... I've worked in med labs for many years because the hours were regular. I was married to someone who went to sea and wasn't home very much um, and needed more regular hours with three children. And then we went to live in New Plymouth and I couldn't be a phlebotomist there because they didn't run them out from the hospitals. Um, so went to the uh, tech there in New Plymouth and learned things like uh, I needed to be in different jobs to make money, typing and um, 
computers and law studies and all sorts of things to make up an office management kind of um, jobs. Mm. And then we came back here and I realised I'd need to have more secure um, employment. So I did a couple of accounting papers at uh, universe, uh, AU, AUT in the city before and after work and then applied for jobs having um, finished those and this is the one I got. The other one was work, it was an appointment in admin in the Navy mm-hmm. <laughs> and the other one was an accounting firm and the other one was with a um, surveyors and this one it's very interesting, and I think a lot of it was to do with the fact that I was older, that um, that I was offered jobs. Interesting, isn't it? Can mm. I add something about the qualification? Yes, Louise. Because um, I, I think it's interesting that the library school, when you went to library school back in the day, I think it was relatively unique because you did three six-week block courses in Wellington and then you studied and did assignments in between and you know I remember like on the job in between on the job in between and I remember for all of us it was often a case of well I mean I remember for myself it it, um, delayed me going flatting because I couldn't afford to pay rent in a flat in Auckland and while I was in Wellington so there was that sort of aspect to it as well Mm. but it was also for people more like me, we didn't have degrees. So that was, if you like, instead of a degree in a lot of cases back then. But I, I think times have changed hugely in that everybody that comes in or that gets employed now has one or more degrees. So people like me, I think, are now a rare breed of having that library certificate and, and many years of experience. Mm. You um, could, your, your entry was quite different to Joe, really, wasn't it? Yeah. You came younger, and like you say, you sort of was learning on the job, or you were learning studying. on the and job, and then I yeah, and went to library school. I remember you were supposed to have been working for, I can't remember exactly, it might have been three years, I think, before you were allowed to go to library school, but I think I got to go in two years for some reason. So, um, yeah, it was, it was quite a different world even in that respect. Did that mean that, that there was more of a sense that it was a, a career at that level? or? Yes, it was. Yeah, it's coming across strongly that that's a Definitely. Career. I mean, it's, it's very... It doesn't happen now that you get someone working for the same organisation and it's different... Um, different... Uh, help me out here, guys. Different... Um, you know how incarnations. incarnations. Thank you, Mark. Yeah. Um, for for so many years, you normally work what a couple of years somewhere and move on somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. As I remember, when I'd been here ten years, and there was an afternoon tea or something down on the floor, and one of the young ones saying, "You've been here ten years," and it seemed to me to be nothing, but to a young one, it was whoa, ten That's years. Right. And at times like that, I would just keep very quiet. Oh, that's yeah. a shame. Because that's, that's 
that's a sort of a difference in your entry, isn't it? You were older, whereas I'm uh, definitely Louise. I'm assuming you two came. You came in younger. Yeah, I was. My mid twenties, I must have been. Oh, well, see, I was even younger. I was seventeen when I started at St Helier's. So, so did you have to, in some ways, grow into the role? Did you have to grow yeah, that thick well, skin? Well, well yes. Um, and yet, I didn't really have a thick skin because when I had somebody stroppy, and I answered them back. Oh, I was afraid <laughs> I'd get get in for it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I started, you know, just a few hours. And as my kids got older, I was able to do more days, full days, and then full weeks. But it wasn't until they were really at school that I could do that. Mm. But, so it wasn't full time for 41 years. Mm. It's just, yeah. Were you, were you full time, Louise, initially? Yeah, I was full time right up until 2013. Yeah. See, in some ways, I don't know, I could be wrong in feeling that a lot of people, I, I think I even had people when I started like five minutes ago that thought, thought it was like a, a voluntary job or something. Um, but in the sense of what's come out a bit in the conversation is, is the, the gamut that you can cover in the job or the potential situations you can get faced with. Do you, do you feel like in your, in your time you were adequ- adequately recognised for what you were doing, whether it be pay or otherwise? Yeah. No, not really. No, from from where I stood, there were a few people in my department who were lazy, and they were getting paid as much as I was, but they were doing, weren't doing half the work. Mm. Yeah. And I've I have a perception, I suppose you would say that because my jobs have generally been less glamorous, more dog's body, behind the scenes kind of work. Mm. Um, there's perhaps less recognition for those kinds of jobs than, yeah. f- than for the sort of more in your face, more exciting roles. Oh, recognition yes. by management. Mm. Yeah. And yet presumably without those behind the scenes roles, the library wouldn't work. The library wouldn't work. Oh, remember that terrible time we had to do, because it's been in the listener lately, the Myers-Briggs? Oh, uh, yes. You heard of that? Yes. Oh, we had to do that. Personality test. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to say anything more on that subject? Or? I better not. <laughs> <laughs> I must read the article in the listener. It's one of the main articles. Okay. Oh, is that in that, is mm. it? Mm. I think um, you're talking about wages, pay levels and whatnot. Uh, I've had all sorts of different jobs. To me, it's 
just about even more important to be happy. That's to right. go home at the end of the day and just feel happy about what you've done and where you've been and glad to be working where, you, where you're working. It sounds so funny when you've talked about all these, you know, edgy situations and, and, and things. Mm-hmm. What, what about the job left you with a happy feeling? People. Yes. Just learning things. Okay, so learning things, working with such a eclectic bunch of people, I liked the building, I liked working in the city. Also, just to add a, another bit to that, to teach especially younger ones and students, maybe in particular, to think beyond the square. Hmm. Mm. You get to dip your toes into a lot of different areas, don't you? Yes. So thank you for sharing that. Okay. It's You're been welcome. interesting having a discussion, isn't it? Mm. And now you can go. <laughs> <laughs>